<laughs> Happy Halloween. You're listening to Spook Footage, a spooky show where your two pals, Joe and Ray, watch movies, but Ray hasn't seen many. <laughs> Nothing scares me more than uncultured friends. But we'll see if it's wonder or blunder for heroic Joseph Peppy to try to save his friend. <laughs> there will be major plot details discussed, so here's your dang spoiler warning. Also, we won't be using any of that foul, foul language, so your grandma can listen. Okay. Mark footage! <laughs> Hello again, listener, and welcome back to the Spook Footage Castle. I am Joe Langlois, and this week we will be discussing the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. I'm Ray DeRoso, and that's the one that's not affiliated with the series. Oh, news to me. But before we get into our impressions of the movie and our memories of it, because we've both seen it before... We need to talk to you about something special. It's Spooky Pride. Do you know what that is? Ray, do you know what Spooky Pride is? Yeah, I do. It's Halloween month, and therefore it is Spooky Pride month. Mm -hmm. Uh, Spooky Mm -hmm. Pride is the Lunar Light Studio fundraising drive we're doing for ourselves to to make some money so we can keep our jack-o'-lanterns lit. Um, You can donate on Patreon to us. Uh, five dollars or higher will get you some sweet rewards, and the drive lasts from October twentieth to November second, so two weeks, and we're right in the middle of it. Aren't you spooked? <laughs> yeah, um, I certainly am. Supporting us on Patreon is what allows us to make all the shows that we make, and what allows us to do special events like this spook footage event that we're doing for Halloween. Um, it is a lot of work to, to throw all these shows together for free. Um, and the income that we get from our supporters, it means a lot to us on an emotional level, but also it helps us keep the lights on and keep things afloat when emergencies rise up. So that's what we're working toward. Um, to unlock any of these special rewards. Whoa, special rewards. Don't worry, we'll tell you more about that later. So please consider donating. Uh, We would really love to see a show of support, especially during this time of the year where this is our rally cry um, to all of you lovely listeners. If If you're able to, please consider donating or increasing your donation. Check it out at patreon.com slash lunarlighthq. Um, if you can't, uh, uh, other other great ways to support us are by telling your friends about it as well. Uh, spread the word. Get some more people to listen to the show, listen to the listen to other shows on the network. Do you have anything to add, Ray? Mm, nope. Thanks for your time there. Now let's talk about the Buffy movie. And to help us in this endeavor, we are joined by yet another spooky guest. Ah! Welcome, Hannah. Hello! I'm Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hi, Hannah. Hi. I, I, I was going to come in all spooky, but then I thought I'd reel it in because I want to seem approachable at the same time. Like, you know, someone you can, like, have a cool coffee with. Mm-hmm. But then might suck your blood. Totally not someone who's going to suck your blood. Like, who would even do that, right? <laughs> did you Did you pick this movie as, like, research purpose of, like, you got to know your enemy? What? (laughs) Enemy? I don't know what. You know, I it's it is research purposes for uh, getting to know other human beings, right? Who are alive, also alive, like you, like me, like you, like me, like like all of us. Don't say all of us. That's not. Don't assume. You are correct. You are right. I shouldn't have assumed pulse. That was that was bad. Um, so I know that you, Hannah, are are at least a little bit familiar with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, I may have uh, dabbled. Me and Ray have never seen this movie, and I actually haven't really seen much of this show at all. My the extent of my knowledge of Buffy comes from there was like a video game on the Xbox. That I watched my I'm, sister play a little bit. I'm sorry? Yeah. Yeah. Buffy Chaos Bleeds. For, I, I have that game probably. on for the GameCube. <laughs> yep. I remember the black button and the white button being useful, and I was, like, blown away because they were new buttons on a video game controller. That's that's what I remember about Buffy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's I'm the... Hmm. Okay, go ahead. That's the only thing you need to know, really, going into this movie, is those two buttons. Those two buttons will get us through this movie, Joe. Um, I'm familiar with the series. I don't know anything about this movie, and it's mm-hmm. going to be really hard for me to not conflate this movie well, with the I mean, series. Xander's so Xander's there, definitely, right? <laughs> Xander's definitely there. And so is mm-hmm. Angel. Angel is definitely here. All right, Joe. How about all right? Let's let's get this going. I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I did. Quick, I do want to state I'm going to put this out there. I am a Buffy expert. <laughs> I don't Hannah pretend is, to know a lot. Well, has I a mean, PhD in Buffy. I have my doctorate's associates degree in Buffyology. <laughs> Study of the Slayer. Study of the Slayer. Study that of the is Slayer. good. Yeah, it seems like we're all pretty much on equal footing then, uh, so far. Yes. Um, <laughs> so Buffy, yeah, Buffy's there, and she mm-hmm. is joined by her friends Xander and Angel, and I think that's a pretty mm-hmm. good start, right? So what? Yeah, Joe, next? I, I do want to know what Buffy's last name is. Oh, it's, it's something really on the nose, like. Um, that is her last name. The Vampire Slayer is her last name. It's Blood. It's Buffy Blood. <laughs> Buffy Blood. Buffy Blood. And then when and that's why that's why she got into vampire slaying is because like all of the vampires were after her specifically because she's <laughs> she's got that blood. She she got roped into this because of her lineage, her name. That's right. it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The exactly. vampires were like, so she has blood, right? She has blood. to. Her name says blood. You could say it's she in her blood. She definitely has blood. That's a line in the movie. She definitely has <laughs> blood in has her. That one has blood for sure. 
She's the kind of person you look at and go, mm, I bet she has blood inside. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so Buffy Blood, the Vampire Slayer. Uh, yes. That's a mouthful. That's why they cut it down to just Buffy the Vampire Slayer for right. the movie title. Um, right. Is what? What? How old? How old is Buffy? She, Joe. Uh, she's nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. So so college. Mm, no, she didn't go to college. Okay, but okay, so she's just what? She's so taking she, a gap year. Okay, and she works right now. No, that's not as this... fun. I'm, that's there's less I can do with that. I take it back. She's in college. She's just okay. she's a freshman in college. But she does have a part time job at the slushy shop. Yes. She also goes to Scooby Doo Ghoul School. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. That Maybe that's what she did during her gap year. <laughs> she went to Scooby. She studied abroad. Mm-hmm. Speaking of study, what, um, so what, she studies archaeology, right? Obviously. And so, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that what... archery. Yeah, so that there's these... <laughs> She's a double, double major. Archaeology. Yeah. Archaeology. 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 <laughs> she just was like, I don't know, I'll, I'll just take the first two. <laughs> Yeah, and the 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 university offered archaeology and archaeology, mm-hmm. and she thought it was going to be the study of arches. Right. No, unfortunately, She's and so like, now she has to gonna, learn how to pick up when a bow. Are we start learning about arches. <laughs> well, there are there there are curves when you shoot a bow, Miss Buffy Blood. The thing is, if they weren't, <laughs> if they didn't offer archery as a major, she probably would have gotten stuck with architecture, and then she would have learned all about arches. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, sad. Mm. What's the plot of this movie? We we know so much about Buffy Blood the person, but mm-hmm. nothing about the journey she goes through. Well, Z- mm-hmm. Xander and Angel are her roommates. <laughs> or, or okay. her friends. I'm sorry. Xander is her is her gay roommate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. A- and is Angel his boyfriend? Angel is yeah. is is his on again off again boyfriend. Okay. It's complicated. I think, They're saving that yeah. for the third act. Angel's right. has romantic tension uh. with Xander and Buffy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Our favorite by icon, Angel. Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. And okay, so they're friends and sometimes lovers. Exactly. And this goes on for like the first forty minutes of the movie <laughs> before the, any the first... vampires or anything supernatural happens. So. Buffy, Angel, and Xander are in a weird love triangle kind of situation, but it's oh, never right. problematic, right? Yeah. It, right? It's never a point of contention because mm-hmm. they're all pretty chill about it, and like interests never line up that all three of them are interested in the other. Like, it it doesn't backfire on them, mm-hmm. <laughs> essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, okay, so I think what happens is that there's like. Like, early in the movie, there's a, like, headline or kind of in the background, there's, like, um, oh, man, a a girl disappeared off of campus. And, like, oh, man, we really Mm got to tighten up these, like, security measures and people need to take this stuff more seriously. And then as the movie gets further, like, we find out that that had been the work of vampires, Right. Mm-hmm. And what's great is that that sets it up so that Angel gets a, a security job on campus. So yeah. he gets roped into, well, 
this I mean spoilers, but he becomes a vampire in the in the beginning of the or at the end of the first act. Well, yeah, yeah, <gasps> yeah. But he is a good vampire. He is a good vampire. Mm-hmm. It's true. He 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 he's like the count from sesame street he just wants to learn he has a thirst for knowledge yeah right not blood (laughs) (laughs) i i want i want to say that he like tragically has to be killed at the end of the movie but i know that's not true because he has a spin-off television show Right. Mm-hmm. Called. Well, that's his ghost. That's Angel the Ghost Vampire Detective. Oh, I, okay. I, you know what? You're right. I've never seen the show. Sorry. I, for, I didn't right. know that it was about the ghost of Angel, so that, that doesn't make sense. He's like, because him being a vampire detective in LA wouldn't be enough. Him being a ghost vampire in detective right. in LA. That's... Right. That's why I love that the show's theme song is like a callback to those sh- songs that like tell you everything about the show. Where he's like, he can't connect to people emotionally or physically. He's Angel, the ghost vampire detective. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, what a good theme song of our age. Yeah, What's what? Right. See, r- quick aside about Angel, the ghost vampire detective. Uh, I really like it because he is a character, but no one ever, like, pays attention to him because he's a ghost. Sometimes mm-hmm. they feel that he's there, but he's mostly just kind of working off of what the other characters are doing. And it's very, mm-hmm. like, th- and I heard that's how they recorded it. It was very improv, mm-hmm. and that he just kind of had to self-insert himself into scenes. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this is yeah. about Buffy Blood, not yeah. Angel it is. the Ghost. It's about Buffy the feminist icon of our time. Yeah. Studies architecture. And archaeology. And no, archaeology. Archery. Wait. Archery. And so her archery professor, there's like Giles. Seven kids in that class. Oh yeah, Giles. Definitely. Right. Um Yeah. And another one of those people is the the redheaded girl that I don't know. Willow? Remember. Willow, yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, that's Lily, uh... <laughs> Sorry, Lily. You're right. Yeah, that, oh, I didn't want to say Lily. <laughs> mm, the, whoops, it's Willow Lily, because, like, her parents were hippies. Right. Mm. Um, and yeah, She's so, in this class. But everyone else is, like, just people who are, like, just trying to get some easy credits. But, um, mm-hmm. Buffy Blood and Willow Lily get really into it, and they their professor Giles is secretly a vampire hunter and he takes them in and starts to teach them the ways of vampire hunting mm-hmm. and reveals to them that the the girl who disappeared was captured by a vampire. And oh right. and then that girl like shows up later on, but she's She's, she's the like, big bad vampire. No, she's she's got yes. she's like all pale and she's wearing and she's big like sunglasses. forty feet tall, stomping around. <laughs> <laughs> she's the final boss, Joe. It's tragic, but she's the final boss. And she's wearing mm-hmm. a purple trench coat, and she shoots lightning from her fingers. Uh, yes. As vampires do. <laughs> yeah, you know, like in this, yeah, people don't know this, but the Buffy mythology differs slightly than regular vampire mythology. In this one, they're 40 feet tall. Once you're a vampire, the manager comes over and gives you a purple trench coat. Yeah. But... You know, that's all the rage this season, so Buffy's got to figure out, like, what? It, who's the, who's who's the right? Yeah, so it's not, it's not like a mystery story a lot like other vampire stories. Like, there's no, there's no questioning who's a vampire. You know. 
Um, but you you're either to, a vampire or a high fashionista. You have to work together <laughs> with a team. You have to work together with a team of people to take down a vampire. Um, <laughs> right. One yes. of one of those crucial elements of the team is uh, is the 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 the, st- the stake the staker. <laughs> They gotta jab them. The, the, the one jabbers. Who, jabber, yeah, I like that jabber, and that's that's Buffy Blub. So mm-hmm. she's the person who, who finishes the vampires. So yeah, they they manage to take down the new vampire, and it's close. And then mm-hmm. they practice some more, and then they manage to take down the original vampire, mm-hmm. uh, but not mm-hmm. before that vampire turns angel into a vampire and then they have to right right yeah but little did they know he's like ah i was already a vampire but now i'm super double vampire <laughs> oh man wait what <laughs> wait qu- wait no i'm sorry i got i missed i'm uh was di- so angel didn't start out the story as a vampire right right no yeah he didn't start he just out happened to have a purple jacket right so that was um, that's that's what got me misled, you know, Angel. He's he's just walking around. He just likes jacket. The, he likes wearing purple. That's his favorite. And that's a clever way that the filmmakers like foreshadowed a little bit what his fate was going to be. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, that is clever. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that during my first watch. You know, I just had a thought. Like we've had a lot of fun here, but I really don't think this is what happens in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Uh, well, what as happens? Buffy expert, I, I can confirm that. <laughs> well, what a web of lies we've led. I do think we're pretty much on the right track, except for the 40 feet tall bit. Everything yeah, is 60 B- feet. Buffy, Buffy is a vampire slayer. I think that's the, the, the plot here. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the plot that we can't really do much with that. Mm-hmm. Also, her friends are there an angel. Yeah. All right. And Xander, her gay roommate. And Xander, her gay roommate. Can I tell you yeah. both my favorite line from this movie before we take a popcorn break and watch it? Yes. Yes. Um, it's, I mean, we already said it. It is when they say, um, I bet she's got blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that iconic line. <laughs> I bet she's got blood. I bet she's got blood. I bet she's got blood. So... All right, let's take a popcorn break. Let's not get any blood on the popcorn because yeah. that seems to be a recurring rule here at Mock Footage. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't get it. Uh, yeah. And we will catch y'all after the movie. Enjoy the spooky one. Woo! Joe, hey, hey, Joe. Hey, Joe? What's up? What's up, Ray? Is that... Is that blood um, on your popcorn? No, no, it's it's ketchup. Don't lie to me. Is that less gross if that's, it's ketchup? That's worse. I'm just kidding. It's not ketchup. It doesn't look anything like ketchup. It's um, it's Cholula. Okay, that's fine. How spicy? Oh, okay, well, it's we're very here. mild Cholula. You don't want to try it. And I'm not a vampire. I can't even smell the spice of it. Hey Ray. Yes. Will you let me in to your heart? You're already here, bud. Aw, sweet. Speaking of sweet, I want to talk about Lunar Light Studio. Yeah, that's sweet, dog. 
Thank you. Uh, I want to talk about Lunar Light Studio. It is spooky pride, as you may have heard, with with our mad ramblings uh, throughout the podcast. So I just kind of want to talk about the podcasts on the network and what they're about. Whoa, whoa, got... whoa. Lunar Light Studio, there's some cool stuff here. Like what? Like Netflix and Kill, which Hannah's on. Oh my god, Hannah's on that, and they do scary movies. Hannah, say hi. I'm going to cut in one time when she says hi. I'll find it and I'll cut it in right here. Cool. Go ahead, Hannah. Meow. All right. I hope I found one. Right. <laughs> if not, we could cut that. You got <laughs> stuff like Artificial Ghost Radio, where Miles and Mars t- do music and fun stuff. It's very fun. Yeah, and that's also spooky because a ghost is in the name. Oh, and no. For less spooky ones, there's like ending pending where they talk about tv shows that only lasted for a single season and they're a lot of fun there's you, if you want something scary you can do over which which it has gamers in it which is a very That's scary thought terrifying scarifying spooky scary there's comradical which they talk about uh they talk about communism but they also on conversely they have to talk about capitalism and that's scary so you know we really cover the cover the field on spooky stuff. Yeah, um, but there's also not as spooky things on there because we're not just a spooky brand, mm-hmm. folks. We got stuff like the Good Boys Girls, where Haley and Blue talk about the McElroys and their whole brand. And there's a bunch of other podcasts. Yeah, there too. are a ton. There's something for you there's on there, and you. if not, tell us. Yeah, yeah. Let us know. Let us because Ray needs more podcasts. Here's the thing. <laughs> Ray's only on about half of the podcasts on the network right now, so we've got to keep making more until he's on to like two thirds or even three quarters of them. I mean, I'm getting like three projects in soon, yeah. so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and not that I uh, am like one for trying to skip the festivities of Halloween because it's the best holiday of the year. But we also do a cool little, fun little annual holiday miracle show uh, in the December times. And there's only one episode of that because there's only been one December of Lunar Light Studio so far. But there'll be another one this year. That's fun. That's fun. Keep your ears peeled. Ow. Don't do that. Oh, (laughs) no. Don't do that. Joe, we gotta stop. There's... Oh, no. Let's go back. Let's go back into Buffy. (laughs) Let's get out of here. Because there's definitely not, like, physical harm in that one. No, no. And certainly no blood on any popcorn. Oh, you really raised the stakes there. (laughs) Ha ha, bye! stakes! I don't think we've ever, like, gotten a movie beat for beat perfectly like that. Before. I know it was really surprising seeing us how both of us have never seen it. I I wish we hadn't gone back on the forty foot tall vampire thing because I didn't think that was gonna actually be part of the movie, but it totally was. Like mm-hmm. I pride myself on dedicating myself to knowing almost everything about Buffy since I was eleven. So you have no idea how frustrating it was when you guys got everything beat for beat without having to watch a thing. <laughs> yeah, guess what? We got very. Well, we got some things right. We Hannah, got some weird things right. We had That's weird true. things right, which is like the mock footage charm is we get the weird stuff right. Um, what other stuff would you want to get right, though? Like the boring stuff? No, get the weird stuff. That's the good got, stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, Hannah, since you are the the Buffyologist, could mm-hmm. you go through um, 
a quick summary of the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie from 1992, right? Yes, yeah, 1992. Yeah. Yes, the screenplay yes. is by Joss Whedon. It is uh, produced by the Sand Dollar uh, Corporation, which is partially owned by Dolly Parton. So if you ever want to thank someone oh. for Buffy, thank Dolly Parton. That tracks. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Joss Whedon wrote the script um, after watching a ton of horror movies and thinking like, you know that dumb blonde who always goes into an alleyway and gets killed um, and kind of shamed for, you know, being like sexually active and being kind of a bubblehead teenager, but he wanted to see the blonde turn around and uh, kick the monster's butt first. And thus Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the script was born. And uh, the Kazooie... A uh, couple, uh, Fran is the director of this movie, Fran Kazooie, and her husband was, like, one of the producers. I can't remember his name for the life of me. But they picked up the movie and made this this happen. Banjo was his name. Um. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, it's wild to me to hear that this is inspired by wanting the protagonist to be a powerful woman because of how many lengths Joss Whedon goes to to take power away from Buffy. Isn't and that just the Joss Whedon charm, though? Is... <laughs> yeah. Just, I uh. I won't pretend that the man is unproblematic. He he needs to suffer some consequences for some things that he has yes. done. But at the same time, I'm still... I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the show. Yeah. And right. as much as I, I don't want to give him too much credit, because I feel like everyone's like, oh, he's the god of nerds. Oh, he's the feminist king. It's like, no, guys. Calm no. down. No. Not. No. <laughs> Let's not, not do that. Let's not. He he made a good show that is that has some problems, but I like it. And that's I think the credit I will give him. Um he wasn't yeah. actually very involved in this production. Like the original script doesn't look very much like this movie at all. The original script I had to stop when we were watching it, but like I, I couldn't get it out of my mind afterward. It, the way that it's delivered, the way that it's filmed, like it feels more like a play than a movie. Like yes. people just float in and out of the screen, out of the scene. Like they don't really have an explanation for how or why they got there half the time. And there are a lot of like asides that don't really make a whole lot of sense. Um, mm -hmm. And the scene mm -hmm. transitions are always really awkward because you wouldn't have to worry about that so much in a play. Like, it would just be curtains yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah. And there was a what? lot that happened behind the scenes of this movie that were working against it. Like, they only had a month okay. to film. and <laughs> That tracks. Yeah. Donald Sutherland kept changing the lines and apparently <laughs> was, like, super mean to everyone on set. Oh, um, mm. and yeah, uh, the director and writer had a really different vision for the project. Like Joss wanted it to be kind of more what the show is, which is more of a dark comedy. Well, not really. It was like a horror movie with comedic elements, but not mostly right. scary. And the director mm -hmm. was like, no, this is a comedy. We're going to make it kind of like uh, Teen mm. Wolf. We're going to make it like, uh, what was it? Fright Night just came out. So they were like, let's make it like Fright Night. And, um... After a while, Jasmine was just like, okay, do what you want with it. I'm just going to go do my own thing. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's interesting. When I, this movie made me feel like it was a first draft to the series because I, I know the series. So like, obviously there are a lot of similar elements here that got carried over, mainly, um, Pike's name turning into Spike <laughs> yes. for that character. 
Yeah. Um, but speaking of, Hannah, can you go through a quick plot synopsis of yes. what actually happens in this movie that does not include 40-foot-tall vampires, unfortunately. <laughs> I know, that would have that was just the missing element of this film, wasn't it? Besides a coherent, like, scene transition and plot. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think what really saved the movie were the zoom transitions. Oh, dramatic <laughs> zooms are the height of art. I will say it until the day I die, and then I want it on my tombstone. <laughs> you're, you're, you're... Your zoom stone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's great. That's great. Um, so plot synopsis. Yes, Sans the forty foot tall vampires. Okay, Buffy is a high school teenager. In this movie, she is a senior, and she just wants to live her life, go shopping, go to dances, have fun with her friends and boyfriend. Yeah, you know, typical teenage stuff. But then one day a mysterious man approaches her and says she has a destiny and all these strange dreams she's been having of previous women fighting monsters is real or memories of a past slayers and she's the next in a long line of protectors of the mortal realm and she has to fight the vampires. But, and there's this big vampire coming named Lothos who has like killed a bunch of other slayers and he's coming to for Buffy. And then she like saves Pike along the way and uh, Americ dies and spoilers uh she there's this big confrontation in at the high school dance and buffy saves the day and rides off into the sunset on a motorcycle with fish boy yep and (laughs) yeah and some uh, some character growth along the way Some, some character growth for buffy and and pike yes yeah now i have memorized all buffy media but neither of you Y'all have seen this uh, before, so I was, I'm curious to hear y'all's thoughts. I mean, <laughs> it's a roller coaster. <laughs> it's a wild ride. I, I had a good time watching it. I'm, I'm not even going to pretend like I didn't. There's some yucky stuff that is hard to look past, but, like, mm-hmm. the consistent camp of it, and, like, I, I, I really would encourage you to if you if you watch this movie to not think of it as a movie but to think of it as a play instead uh because it makes Mm -hmm. it just makes so much more sense in my head that way like it's as a movie it's not made very well um but it's a lot of fun and yeah that's like just seeing the vampires do their like little hiss dance like (laughs) it's so so good it's so good oh Mm -hmm. i uh, now I want someone. It's gonna be us, isn't it? It's gonna be Lunar Light that that does the Buffy musical. <laughs> okay. I mean, there's a musical episode, but like this needs yeah. to become a musical. Oh man. Hmm. How do we get the rights? Anyway, I liked watching this movie with the two of you. <laughs> it was very fun to watch this movie with the two of you. I don't know if I liked it yeah because of the many problematic things and and also it's not very good it's not very good but it was fun to laugh at it with you two and then reel at the absolute absurdity of some of the scenes Mm -hmm. well and you like it's also you know you're you're laughing at it because it's bad but you're also like constantly on the lookout for like little moments of of greatness like the little scene between Merrick and Buffy they, oh the yeah. when they were the sleep scene at mm-hmm. night 
No, that was no, no wait, after their training and they're they're sitting down oh, you and said talking Merrick, together. Merrick. I yeah. thought you said Lothos. Yes. That seems good too. Yeah, though. Be, when when Merrick makes a joke. <laughs> yes, that was very endearing and showed both character mm-hmm. growth and relationship growth between mm-hmm. the two of them, which honestly felt rushed. Yeah, that way we can care about bit. him when he croaks yeah. later. Uh, a lot uh, of the growth in this movie uh, felt there's rushed. There's a lot of characters in this movie. But there's a lot of characters. And they, yeah. they all have like their own storylines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, uh, there was also the spooky scene you were talking about where um, Buffy's having this dream and she's like... It's very blue and it's nighttime and she ties a ribbon around yeah. her head to go to sleep for some reason, you know, just to look good for um, uh, dreams. And <laughs> she lays down and it's revealed that uh, Lothos, the king vampire, is waiting for her and he like cuddles her as she goes to sleep. And it's very and then it's revealed like they're in his lair and it's very creepy. It's really well done. Which is very, mm-hmm. uh, takes me, almost takes yeah. me out of it because I'm like, what, where was this hiding, this good scene? Yeah, yeah right? Like, Are there's there small snippets of, like, a really good yeah. movie in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are there more? Yeah. Oh, but then there's, like, the worst things ever. Like, this mm-hmm. idea that Buffy's can detect vampires because she has cramps. I'm so sorry, uh... Buffy. I will continue saying that. Like, why. Why is that the superpower you decided to give her? Yeah. I can track vampires through I my think... cramps. That's terrible. I have a feeling they were trying to tie her power to her femininity. Like, say, like, uh-huh. yeah, there's strength in being a woman. But it just comes across as, like, your power to make babies makes you powerful. And I'm like, get out of here, Joss Whedon. It, yeah. it, was, it was gross. It was bad. Didn't like it. N- not a fan. No, thank you. Very bad. And, like, they continue to make a point of her, like, touching her side and making painful noises whenever a vampire was on screen. And I'm like, that's not empowering. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spidey, Spidey sense is just like, oh, I got little, little wiggle lines by my head. But she has to, like, <laughs> retch in pain whenever hey, a vampire Spider-Man, is every around, time like... Doc Ock sneer, we're going to make you have a searing migraine. That'll really help you out. Yeah. Her, like, a lot of the... Oh, my God. Her boyfriend... For Ugh. most of the movie is so Ugh. terrible, and so is everyone. Um, yeah, yeah, and he's never really. All of her friends are terrible too, and none of them mm-hmm. are really ever confronted about it. Like none of them ever really have to deal with it. Like no, nope. when she starts to grow and become better, they all just leave her behind yeah. and like continue to be terrible and yeah there was that one friend who was literally just the follower who considered staying her friend for like half a second and i was like yes do it like grow and develop and she but then she started dating the Mm -hmm. terrible guy and then Mm -hmm. he took advantage of her Mm -hmm. and that's that like that's the whole that's the whole Mm storyline for those side characters yep i hope you enjoyed your time on screen right Whatever happened to the smart girl? Which girl? The smart girl. What happened to her? I don't remember. Oh, she was the one who got taken to Lothos's lair, and then he, like, is midair, and he, like, opens his cape dramatically, and she's like, oh, my god. <laughs> right. And then she's gone forever. That's right. <laughs> yep. I think he ate her. Cool. Ate her up. Yeah. Like chicken. Yeah, probably. How fun- How- Is your chicken- What was it? <laughs> 
How funky is your chicken? How funky is your chicken? As your goose. Our goose is totally loose. Like that rude goose that keeps breaking up the neighborhood. He's Buffy's sidekick now. Um. So... Angel was not in this movie, and neither was Xander. Mm-hmm. Giles was kind of. Um, mm-hmm. It was just Merrick instead. I yeah. got bits of Cordelia from the Friends, but mm-hmm. that's you no, know, there's no like Willow. Yeah, there's like the seeds oh. of a much better characters within all of these people. Um, yeah, but like, yeah, the only halfway redeemable people are like Merrick, Buffy, and Pike, and that's it. And that's the yeah. main cast. Yep. Ben Affleck seemed alright. He just gave that guy his basketball and was like, can I go now? I don't want to be in this movie anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Not to go back to the series again and again, but I do like how they thoroughly expound upon Buffy's mother's character in the series, where here she literally gets, what, two lines? And is shown to be bad parent? Mm -hmm. And then she gets top billing. Good. Yeah. And she gets top billing. <laughs> like, as the credits roll, oh, the first thing you see is Buffy's mother, as played by, oh, what was her name? Candy oh, Clark. That's it. No, it was it was Candy Clark as Buffy's mom. And then a big space. A <laughs> big space, and then onto the cast. <laughs> and we're all just like, who's who's this person? Who is she? Mm-hmm. And she's a prominent actress, so good job. Mm-hmm. And, like, from the reading I did behind the scenes, she wasn't, like, integral to the process or anything. She was just kind of doing her mm-hmm. job. So, I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but, Joe, you had something. Well, I was trying to get into, I was trying to transition into, like, what we got right and wrong. So, we didn't get, none of those characters were on the show. We got. Or in the movie. Oh, yeah. New, yeah. You're right. Um, but we did mention the the older older man teaching teaching her the ways of vampire slayer and the other thing that was wild was how the jocks had letterman jackets that were purple <gasps> and they were all wearing purple jackets in the beginning of the movie and then one of mm-hmm. them is like isolated at night and gets attacked by a vampire and then he comes back later as a vampire Yes, I can't believe you nailed purple jackets as That's the wild. thing, right? <laughs> Who'd have thought? Like out of all Who'da the colors. Thought? Yeah. Uh, I mean, does archery also consist of throwing things really well? No, because Buffy I did mean, that. We can take credit for it. Yeah, she sure. did. Yeah. She she sure. really did. I didn't mention training montage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, training montage. Mm-hmm. And... I, we didn't mention it, but it, I did think it, and I'm like. This movie deserved a training montage, which was cute. And we got news clippings about, mm-hmm. um, like, somebody getting kidnapped early in the movie. A girl getting kidnapped early in the movie. That was just kind of brushed off. Yeah, right. that's true. So. That's that basically true. what we got. Basically, we're like... I mean, what? since you're the Buffyologist here, Hannah, what grade would you give mm-hmm. us? <laughs> um, I'm going to give you a B... For Buffy. Wow. Um, Buffy wow. blood. But like, Buffy blood. Again, I I have so much love for the material that came afterwards, and I mainly watched this and wanted to talk about it because, again, I know, I know, I feel like I can talk about this a lot, but like, it's not 
It's not good. It's not a very good movie. But it is a fun movie to talk about. And I think you guys have had... I've had a great time talking with you about it. So I'd give you an A. Oh, yeah. Aww. Heck. Aw. <laughs> um, so I want to quickly talk about the cheerleading scene at the opening. <laughs> what about it? It's very good, and I wanted it to be the entire movie, honestly. <laughs> this whole thing could have just been a motion piece where vampires come in while they're cheerleading and Buffy just kicks mm-hmm. them out. Yes, that's that's gonna be the musical. I'm committed to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just good. It was a good choreographed scene. I really wish that the cheerleading came in more prominently as a part of Buffy's... Uh, killing of the vampires and it did with the backflips and stuff but mm-hmm. i wanted her to do a cheerleading routine to kill vampires that's what i really wanted <laughs> yes that would have been great like the whole movie she's like i gotta get this routine down and merrick's like it's not important your slings what's important she's like no merrick cheerleading is important too and then in the <laughs> finale like he's like oh i know all the battle tactics of the slayer i know every single kung fu and uh taekwondo and jujitsu move ever you can't defeat me and then she's like do you know these moves and then she does like a cheer dancing she does the butt. funky chicken i love this this is yeah. exact yeah no i'm like starting to tear up at how great that is ah oh, we're gonna make the buffy musical and that's gonna be the final number mm-hmm. <laughs> or no it's the climactic number there's more stuff that happens after that but that's the 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 big big number that 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 buffy does anyway yes yes but there is a, actually a graphic novel that was uh, made based on the original script that kind of like changes some things so that it fits into the narrative of the show. Um, oh. That's actually pretty good. And it like clears up a lot of the things that make absolutely no sense in the movie that was either like paved over by like improv or just cut entirely. Because there's a lot that's just like not explained. Yeah, there's <laughs> some scenes that just kind of happen and they don't add anything no. to the movie. <laughs> no. And some some of the scenes just end abruptly, and some just linger for yeah. a bit. The hot dog scene. Yeah, that one still bothers me. <laughs> it's bad. It was it's bad. Very, very bad. Oh my goodness gracious. I'm sorry I brought this pain upon you, but I also <laughs> was glad to share it with you. Well, Ray, I think it's on us. And Hannah, feel free to chip in here as well. But uh, as is custom, I'll ask you first, Ray. Would you recommend watching this movie to somebody who has not seen it before? Uh, I'm. The problem here is that I'm going in with Buffy knowledge, right? Uh-huh. And I'm trying to get away from that. And my, I think my answer is still no. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. 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 I don't think I would recommend this movie to anyone. It's fun and campy, but... Ah, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just a little too icky sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we watched Speed Racer, I was kind of lukewarm on it. Like I was like, I don't know, maybe watch it with a group of friends. But after we watched it, I was also obsessed with it and <laughs> wanted to watch it again with a group of friends immediately. Mm-hmm. And you did. And I did, and I, mm-hmm. I bought it so that I can watch it again with more fruit groups of friends in the future. That's so sweet. I do not feel that way about this movie. That's I, also I would true. <laughs> not really recommend watching it. Mm-hmm. Do you feel cold blooded to it because you're a vampire? You know what? Yeah, 
<laughs> but not because I'm a vampire. It's because I'm a lizard man. <gasps> That's it. Guess. We found it. <laughs> this has been the whole point of mock footage to, to figure out if Joe is a lizard man or not. Thank you, Hannah, for your help. You know, I do what I can as a ghost vampire detective. <laughs> Hannah. Yes. How many times have you watched the Buffy movie? Oh, geez. Uh, like maybe th- three or four times. I haven't. <laughs> How many times have you watched through the Buffy series? Uh, I have lost count. <laughs> the thing is i never really stop watching it so <laughs> I can't. it just continues forever yeah like i usually just like like recently i'm like eh, i finished season three recently i'll just jump to season five i feel like rewatching that or like one thing i would recommend can i go on a little like just my personal thoughts yeah. on the movie yes okay. please uh if you like good things watch the buffy show i would recommend that it is very good. The first season's a little rough, but it's still thousands of light years ahead of this film. Um, it's got more to to say and more. It says it more coherently, and like it's become a cult phenomena for a reason. It's a really good show. Even if it still has like little problems, but like most of the things that are bad about this movie are addressed and s- smoothed over. But this movie, you don't need to see it to enjoy the show. In fact, people have done it and will continue to do it for the rest of time. Um, it's more like what you said. It's a rough draft of that has some interesting ideas. And, like, I think that the idea behind the movie is very sweet. It's, like, it's trying to be this B-horror movie that usually people watch just to see some innocent girl get killed. But this time it's like, no, the innocent girl fights back, and that's really cool. But mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. still chock full of just, you know... A rough production, difficult actors, like miscommunication. So it's it's not great. If you like the show and you like campy horror movies that you don't really have to think too hard about, and you're just into wanting to kind of rip into a movie um, for a little bit, yeah, this movie's fine. But like, as like, I cannot give this a legitimate endorsement. I didn't watch it until like I'd already seen the series, and I don't feel any better for it. It's just something I wanted to to add to my yes, I know about this thing too. I can say I know about it. Woo! So that's my little sermon. <laughs> don't you don't have to see it, but I would recommend the show. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. It, the, I will say that as one saving grace, um, if you, if you're the kind of person who would watch the movies for this type of thing. There are some dope threads in this flick. Like, there are some really ugly clothes, but there are some really cool jackets. There's some really interesting... Uh, the DJ's outfit is very good. Um, so, just... That's something else to keep an eye out for, if you watch mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fun fact. I want to end with one last fun fact, if that's okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay, Buffy the Vampire Slayer was originally called Rhonda the Immortal Waitress, and I just think that name is charming. <laughs> That's the musical's name. <laughs> they they didn't they couldn't they couldn't use it because that's a real person. Rhonda the Immortal Waitress is real. <laughs> she demanded and she said copyright. no. And she, you can't. That's she mine. She works at every rest stop diner in the midwest <laughs> we stand Rhonda. i'm just gonna yeah. put that out there right now i feel like yeah. she's got three kids she's quit her smoking habit so she's like she's really powerful and she's just had enough she's like i've had enough of you bothering my customers whoop am <laughs> yes. and then s- stakes you in the heart i love it mm-hmm. uh uh all right well thank you hannah so much for joining us 
thank, thank you, for you having me. listener for listening and enjoying the show uh if you want to suggest an episode for us to get into we're almost out of the spooky times not that i'm excited to be but uh when we get there we'll be going back to our regularly scheduled programming so you can suggest movies for us to watch on twitter at mock footage or send an email to mock footage at gmail.com uh hannah where can people look around for you well i um often host on the podcast netflix and kill which is also on lunar light studios Mm -hmm. um you can find them on twitter at netflix underscore kill on twitter and uh same name on facebook and yeah i host it with my friends kai and marty and we go through the horror movies of netflix and talk about them and it's very good and fun yes it is I'm double checking your at because I don't trust you. You know, that's <laughs> wow. a, honestly, you know, you shouldn't. I am so bad at Twitter. I d- deleted it recently. It's it's at Netflix underscore the letter N underscore kill. Um, well, I, as you may have heard, it is Spooky Pride Month. It's time for Spooky Pride. Celebrate. And that means... That Ooh. Lunar Light is holding a spooky pride drive because, you know, we need money. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, you can donate during the drive, which lasts from October 20th to November 2nd. And if you donate $5 or more, you get access to some some, um, some fun trick and treats. <laughs> like some fun secret podcasts that are going to be coming out. A, f- a spooky song that's going to be sung by the members of Lunar Light. And, and this is my favorite thing, uh, if you've been uh, a donor for six months or more, you'll receive a Halloween-themed desktop background uh, created, by the ne- uh, created by the artists on the network that features the podcasters that you know and love in fun little Halloween costumes and such. It's going to be super cute. I'm so excited for mm-hmm. it. Yeah, so if if you would consider donating, and if you can't, that's okay. Yes, please only donate if you can. Mm-hmm. Please do donate if you can, but please don't don't uh, do something that's going to be impossible for yourself. Yeah, it's 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 your support that lets us continue uh, to do what we love and what you love. So it really is. Uh, we do this for you, and it's not like the money's going to go to any. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Never mind. <laughs> Please well, donate I if mean, you can. As an example, I just moved across the country, and a lot of my stuff broke on the way. And mm, it's like possible. what? Like a good part of my computer. I'm recording this on a friend's loaner computer, and also my microphone broke today, and Oof. I had to borrow Terrence's mic in order to record this episode, and we're still figuring out how that's going to work going down the line. So. These are things that, like, need to be replaced, and it would be better if I didn't have to do so out of my own pocket, because also, I'm struggling to make rent this month, but that's my problem. Um, but that's that's the kind of thing that we would love to have funded by the people that listen to these shows that we make for free, um, and as well as any other expenses that would come with making this network even bigger and better than it already is. Mm-hmm. And I want to add that, uh, yeah, that don't you donate? Folks, donating is great and fun, and the prizes are fun. But really, it's more of a 
a thank you to our supporters and listeners for all the support you've already given us and will continue to give us. We really appreciate it a lot, and we wanted to give something back to you. Donate at whatever level you're comfortable with, and then brag about it to your friends, because it is a badge of honor. So you (laughs) should wear it with pride. Spooky pride. Hey. (laughs) All right, let's let's get out of here. Let's wrap it up. Thank you once more, Hannah, for joining us and for sharing this fun, interesting movie (laughs) watching experience with us. It was definitely spooky. Maybe not in the way you wanted, but it was scary. (laughs) There was some scary elements that that were a bit too real for us. But yeah, no, I love you guys. I love mock footage, and I can't wait to hear what else y'all got going on. (laughs) Oh, we have to pick our favorite line from the movie. Oh boy. I think I wrote something down at the beginning. No, I'm not. <laughs> Wait, I think I wrote it down. It was towards the beginning. It was It was when Merrick entered the elevator full of all the preppy girls. And <gasps> oh. one of them said, What a homeless. Right. Oh, goodness. Oh, no. Mm. There's so much stuff like that. Uh-huh. Get out of my facial. What are you talking about? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm still partial to how funky is your chicken, but how funky I, uh, is your chicken? I think how loose is your goose. Um, <laughs> my favorite. Can I choose a line that's not a line? Sure. Yeah. It's when Pike walks out and sees Buffy's boyfriend and like points at him, and then he just points at the sky and walks away. And that's- <laughs> <laughs> yes. So funny. That was oh, a very was so good, good scene. <laughs> was so good that's it that's it that's a wrap okay everyone deliver the line in synchronous in synchronicity right now Mm -hmm. thank you (laughs) i hope you both did the motions because i did i did thank you lunar light studio pretty witty and gay Oh, hello there. I didn't see you come in. I'm just reading Philosophical Trends in the Feminist Movement by Anuradha Gandhi. Why don't you have a seat and we'll discuss the shortcomings of Western feminism and how we can address these issues. Johnny! Johnny, what what are you doing in my house? I'm I'm sorry, I I don't have a fireplace. I don't live in like a petite bourgeois like mansion with a fireplace. I have a mouth to lung setup. I was gonna look all cool. I have a smoking jacket. Listen, we, we, we have to... This is an audio medium. They can't see all of this. We, if you if you want to do a promo, why don't we just do a promo? Fine. Because, you know, it's sexist for me to be doing it alone anyways. Hi. Welcome to Comradical. I'm Haley Rose, and this is my co-host... Johnny Samuvati. This is an educational podcast about socialism and you. We take high-concept ideas and bring them down into more easily digestible humorous bits so that you can maybe get a handle on some of these theories. We go over how having a materialist understanding of the world around you can help make the world a little bit brighter for you and a little bit better for everyone else. We air every other Thursday only on Lunar Light Studio. So tune in. Seize the means. Stay calm, radical. <laughs>